You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. Good afternoon. We're in the sixth chapter of the Mishnah Trumot. And we learned in the first Mishnayot of the chapter the penalties for eating truma by accident. We learned that we repay the principal and we add an extra 25%. And we learned that the Mishnah calls this extra 25% one-fifth because by the time we've added 25% to repayment of the original sum, we have effectively, we could call it five-fourths. And the Mishnah calls this extra part a fifth, a fifth of the total. And we mentioned, by the way, that for ordinary criminal behavior, just for regular stealing, the penalty, and this is a verse in Shemot, it's in Mishpatim, the penalty is to repay double. So the question that our Mishnah is going to begin with, we're now in the fourth Mishnah of chapter 6, is what if someone stole Truma? Hagonev Truma. And maybe they didn't eat it. Hagonev Truma velo achala. The Mishnah carries on. Mishalem tashlumei chefel. He pays double, just mirroring the verse in Shimon, Demei Truma. And he pays it at the price of Truma. He's stolen Truma and he brings back Truma. But what if he ate it? Achala. What if he stole it and ate it? And the Mishnah continues. Mishalem shnei karanem vechomesh. He actually pays twice. Plus a fifth. Remember, we learned the extra 25% is called a fifth by the Mishnah. So one of the principles, he's going to pay at the price of chulin, which is higher, the price of ordinary food. And the other principle, he's going to pay at the price of truma for the, for the, um, for stealing, for stealing the truma, he pays the price of truma and for eating it, he pays the price of chulin. And the Mishnah then goes and continues along the same vein. If he stole truma of dedicated property, ganav truma, trumathek, desh v'achala. Let's say he stole truma, which had been dedicated to the temple, and he ate it. At this point, he's going to replay, repay two-fifths and the principal. The law of double payment, actually, doesn't apply to dedicated property. The law of double payment only applies to stuff that you steal from a person. It doesn't apply to stuff you steal from, from the Beit Mikdash. But you do have to pay a fifth when you steal from the Beit Mikdash. So he's going to pay one fifth for eating the truma plus return of the principal. And he's going to pay another fifth, which is 25%, for taking the hekdash, taking dedicated property. So the Mishnah will now ask, well, okay, what kind of food can he make this, repay, this repayment in? When he repays the principal and the extra fifth, or perhaps the extra two-fifths, what sort of food can he make that repayment in? And this Mishnah is a mirror image of the fifth Mishnah in the first chapter. So you remember, if you cast your mind back to the first chapter, we learned there are certain kinds of food that are not liable to truma at all. And we learned at that point 
that not only were these foods not liable, but if you needed to pay some trauma, you couldn't pay your trauma in that kind of food. And we're learning now, not only can you not pay your trauma in that kind of food, but you don't seem to be able to pay your fines in that kind of food at all. And maybe that is obvious. If you can't pay your trauma in that, that food, why should you be able to pay a fine in that food? And the Mishnah tells us, Ein Michelle Mim Min Haleket, you can't make repayment from gleaning, Umina Shechra from the forgotten sheaves, Umina Peah from Peah, or from Hefke, from ownerless property. None of these, none of these types of property are liable to, um, to Trummer at all. Velomina Maserishon, not from Maserishon, from which Trummer has been taken. Trummer is not liable there. Or from Maser Sheni, or from dedicated produce which is redeemed. Because according to Rabbi Meir, you can't use one dedicated object to redeem another dedicated object. And the Mishnah continues, and by the way, the halacha goes like the end of the Mishnah. That parent, the, the sages actually permit with these final categories. Rabbi Eliezer then says, one can make repay, repayment in one species for another, providing it's from a superior kind for an inferior kind. So, for example, let's say you stole or some trimmer in barley, or you ate some trimmer that was barley. Rabbi Eliezer would say you could, you could make repayment in wheat. Wheat's considered a superior type of grain from barley. Barley's really an animal food. Wheat's a human food. So Rabbi Eliezer would say that you can make repayment in wheat for um, trimmer which has been eaten by accident or stolen, perhaps, um, uh, in barley. And Rabbi Akiva says, Rabbi Akiva, you can only make repayment in one species for another. And again, you'll remember that we saw this principle, this principle of like for like. We saw it very, very early on in the first couple of chapters of the Mishnah. Generally, you can only, um, you can only pay truma for a crop in the same type of crop. So grapes for grapes, sometimes wine for grapes, uh, figs for figs, olives for olives. And Rabbi Akiva is going to apply the same principle to fines. And that raises really interesting difficulties. Let's listen to the Mishnah. Let's say you're at the end of the sixth year and you ate kishuim that were grown a year before the seventh year. And if these had been given out as true, you would have to, because, because cucumbers, right? Uh, sorry, kishuim are cucumbers or goods. Um, if, you, if you harvest cucumbers or gourds, or, or I mean, it can be, you know, courgette. It's some kind of sort of vegetable plant like this, kishuim. If you eat, if you pl if you harvest these at the end of the sixth year, of course you have to give trimmer. But the designation of a the, the, the designation as far as seventh year produce is concerned of a vegetable is the year it's harvested. If if someone has may if someone has 
eaten by accident, Truma from the sixth year. This is now the seventh year. He can't find cucumbers that aren't seventh year produce. And seventh year produce is not liable to Truma. So he can't make the repayment until he finds new cucumbers in the eighth year. He waits for the goods or the cucumbers of the year after the seventh year, and he pays from them. And interestingly, Rabbi Eliezer, who is lenient in allowing you to substitute one species for another, and Rabbi Akiva, who is strict and only allows you to repay with the same species, even it means you have to wait a whole year through Shemitah year to do that, Interestingly, they rely on the same source. There's a, there's a pasuk in the Pasha of Emor. Someone who eats something holy by accident. And he adds on a fifth. We've talked about this. This is the 25%. He gives the priest the Kodesh, what is holy. And Rabbi Eliezer will say, he gives the priest the holy thing, i.e. Whatever is, whatever is suitable to become holy. And in the, in the interpretation of Rabbi Akiva, he actually gives him Eta Kodesh, the same holy thing that he ate. So in other words, the mission, according to Rabbi Akiva, closes in a reinforcement of the principle of like for like, which we learned at the beginning of the Masalek. That's all for today. Tomorrow we're going to finish the sixth chapter with more games of mistakes and errors and we'll pick up the story then. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict.